Hi there, this is Liz, and you're listening to Sustaining Education, a book talk with some real talk. Let's dig in. Hi, friends, and welcome to Chapter 4, Consumption. Today we're going to talk about unhappy people, unhappy nation, unhappy planet, thrift through the ages, um, a consumer nation, free to be, and uh, then running it out with some activity ideas. So let's jump in and get started. Unhappy people. So in 1957, we had the highest percentage of quote-unquote very happy people. 35% of our nation said they were happy, friends. So this um, was believed to be because of decreasing social relationships with family, peers, colleagues, and neighbors, um, and also spending less time on civic engagement or community building activities um, as time went on. So number two, a quarter of Americans say they have nobody in their life with whom they can discuss a personal matter. We also don't have time for one another anymore. Um, nobody is bringing food to our door when we're sick, giving us rides to the airport, providing childcare, or helping move. We just often pay others to do this for us. If there are services for it, then why ask a friend? We'll chat more about this later with the, um, individualistic aspects of our community. Um, but for now, just keep in mind how much we have increased our services. So this is have, um, leading to an unhappy nation. The United States consumes way more than other countries, but also scores lower on indicators of well-being. The United Nations Development Program Human Poverty Index that looks at factors including poverty and social inclusion, as well as longevity, puts the United States last among industrial countries. Even more, the Happy Planet Index seeks out factors of life expectancy and satisfaction and created a list of 143 countries to evaluate in 2009. The United States scored 114th on that list. And overall, we're living on an unhappy planet. We keep buying and buying to make us happy, making and making more stuff to fill that hole, and it makes our planet unhappy too. Look at all the waste it took to produce and distribute all this stuff. No wonder our planet's unhappy. The global the global footprint network calculated that we consume 1.4 Earths. Um, like how much? Okay, let me rephrase that. The Global Footprint Network calculated that we consume 1.4 or what 1.4 Earths produce in a year. That's it's kind of confusing, but it's also pretty, pretty wild, yo. And while that's crazy, we still have thrift through the ages. So these are a bunch of different theologies um, that um, or belief systems um, and what they kind of say about consumering. So Buddhist. Whoever in this world overcomes his selfish cravings, his sorrows fall away from him like drops of water from a lotus flower. Christian, what shall it profit a man if he shall gain the whole world and lose his own soul? Confucian, excess and deficiency are equally at fault. Hindu, that person who lives completely free from desires without longing attains peace. Khalil Gibran, I apologize if I pronounce any of these incorrectly. The lust for comfort murders the passion of the soul, and then walks grinning in the funeral. Islamic. The best kind of wealth is to give up inordinate desires. Jewish. Give me neither poverty nor riches. Liberation theology. The poverty of the poor is not a call to generous relief action, but a man that we go and build a different social order. 
Native American. Miserable as we seem in thy eyes, we consider ourselves much happier than thou, in this that we are very content with the little that we have. Shekhar. Tis a gift to be simple. Taoist. He who knows he has enough is rich. Thoreau. A man's rich in proportion to the number of things which he can afford to let alone. A consumer nation. Time versus stuff. We are ever-changing the way we create items. In 1913, it took a worker 12 and a half hours to create an automobile chassis. But by 1914, that time was reduced to an hour and a half. Um, Cost-wise, the um, amount it took to produce one megabit of computing power in 1970 was 20 grand. But in 2001, it cost merely two pennies. So what's the difference between the United States and other countries, though? A study done in 2002 cites that United States workers work the most hours in a year compared to the UK, Sweden, Netherlands, Denmark, Italy, France, and Germany, with the difference between the United States and the least working nation, Germany, being 400 hours total a year. That's 10 full-time weeks difference. Wow. And those who have gone abroad have noticed they have smaller, um, I say they, um, I don't mean to be othering, but just... Um, Referring to those other countries, they have smaller homes, fridges and cars, fresher food, less packaging, and many more local or small businesses than the United States. We've created a consumer nation. So how did it get to be this way? Well, two tricks of the trade that um, she introduces are planned obsolescence. So we tell people that they need two um, things or more than just one of their things. This could be clothes, uh, lipsticks, cars, and eventually homes. We've created a system designed to dump. They need to buy more toothpaste and throw away that old one. They need to throw away, you know, old pillowcases and get new ones. Um, Everything is just so disposable in the United States, um, and that transformed the price and commodification that we allowed into our nation. Items are desirable. We want these cool new things. And that leads us to advertising. In 2008, Apple spent $486 million on advertising alone. Constant advertising goes on in our lives. Two-thirds of the newspaper is ads, 40% of mail is unsolicited advertising, and the average child sees 110 TV commercials a day. Um, She has a personal experience where after she had her daughter, um, the nurse actually handed her a brochure of um, different, you know, information, and most of it was applications to credit cards, a one-pound container of formula, and more. It was right after she gave birth and they were already trying to sell her stuff. Um, That kind of leads us to the section called free to be and who's driving. Um, We are proud individuals and we don't need that ride to the airport because we can afford it, right? That's why we work so much to afford those quote unquote nice things in life. We're given the appearance of choice when picking up produce at the store, but we don't get to choose how they're grown, by whom, or how much that worker is paid. It's this idealistic um, image of self-choice. So we have the consumer self and the citizen self, which is the discernment between what we should buy and what we should avoid buying, and conscious, which leads us to conscious consuming, which is an idea of a practice that many citizens are now trying to employ in their everyday lives. This might look like shopping with a list, not grocery shopping hungry, um, thrifting before buying new, and repurposing what we already have. So three reasons to reactivate your inner citizen. Number one, participating in strong, vibrant communities makes us happier and healthier. 
So go do it. Number two, a vibrant community lifestyle as opposed to a strong individualistic lifestyle lessens our toll on the planet. And number three, reinvigorating that citizen muscle will rebuild public participation in politics and generate real collective solutions to the general considerable problems we're facing on this planet. And finally, some activities, ideas that I came up with for this chapter include um, for literature, dissecting the meaning of each of the um, belief systems, what they might mean, how are they similar or different. Um, you could also connect this to social studies and placing what uh, area of the world those are most likely coming from um, and how they kind of historically came about. Um, additional historical aspect could be how the Industrial Revolution changed the way we produce commodities, both in the United States and outside of it. What can we repurpose in our life? This could be a family consumer science project or a shop project. And then advertisements. This could be either in a business course or, again, in English. Um, and just looking at logos, pathos, and ethos learning engagements. Thank you so much for tuning in to Chapter 4. Um, consumption. We will be handling disposal next week, um, as well as just a finale couple sentences that Leonard um, asked that we give. See you next time.